Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Donna Roach, co-author of the CIO Leadership Study presented at CHIME. In this segment, Roach talks about the initial goals of the survey and how she became involved, where CIOs see the biggest needs in terms of leadership attributes, and the area that had the biggest gap in terms of what CIOs and CEOs expect from the role. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. Before I wanted to uh, get into a little bit about the survey, can you just, just provide some information about your current role right now? Sure. I am, so I'm Donna Roach. I am the Chief Information Officer for Via Christi Health, which is located in Wichita, Kansas. Um, we are part of Ascension Health, which is the largest Catholic healthcare system in the U.S. Um, I have responsibility for eight hospitals in the um, Kansas area, and um, so I oversee all of information technology for the Via Christi Health Ministries. Okay. And in terms of governance, do you report to, uh, how does that work? You report to the CEO at uh, Via Christi? Yeah, so I actually, um, it's a highly matrixed organization. So um, my my direct report is to a regional CIO within Ascension Information Services, and she uh, Mary Paul is responsible for um, the integrated what they, we call the integrated ministries because um, Via Christi is a fairly new ministry to Ascension. And then my dotted line in the actual health ministry is to the CFO. Okay. Okay. As far as how Ascension is set up, since this, that is such a large organization, is there um, Mark Barner? Is he the CIO, uh, or how does, how does that work for as far as yeah. his title? So he is the CEO, actually, for Ascension Information Services. Okay. And so basically the regional CIOs, like my boss, reports directly to him. It is definitely matrix, but I think it's something that's becoming more common as we're seeing right. more, uh, more mergers and acquisitions. Oh, definitely, yeah. Okay. And how long have you been in your role? Well, I started here at Via Christi just actually in August, but I have been with Ascension for over four years now. I came from a health ministry in Michigan, so I was responsible for um, Borges, which is in Kalam- Kalamazoo, Michigan. And I also had responsibility for Our Lady of Lords in Binghamton, New York, okay. and mainly because we shared a Cerner domain. All right. And then you said the Via Christi is fairly new. Yeah, they're new to that um, to Ascension. So okay. the sponsors came over almost a little less than three years ago, and so there's been a lot of integration work uh, to bring them into Ascension and um, all of the structure of. Ascension Health. Okay, and a lot of that falls under uh, your purview? Yeah, so um, Via Christi actually came in through the, what we call the Marion Ministries. So Marion also has, um, down in Oklahoma, they have St. John's Tulsa, and then up in Wisconsin, they had have Ministry Health. And so there's actually three CIOs um, because of the size of Marion, that were responsible for that structure, which have have been brought into the Ascension, um, you know, infrastructure. Right. Okay. So the Marion Ministries actually almost 
make up close to a third, almost a half of what Ascension Information Services is. That's how large the Marion Ministries is. Okay. So you're working in, in conjunction with those CIOs as well? Yes. Okay. All right. Interesting. So um, back in uh, October, um, you and, and mm -hmm. Tim Zoff presented findings from right. the survey. And, right. Um, it was really interesting to me. I was able to, to be there and, and hear uh, the findings from it. But can you just talk first a little bit about the genesis of this survey and kind of how you became involved? Sure. Um, so Tim actually was the creator of the survey. Um, he was approached by the Chime Board. And as they were moving into their, their strategic planning process and really looking at, so what what are the development, the professional development needs of the CIO? And so Tim um, worked and I started to get involved. He reached out to me and we together looked at how could we take this survey process that he had developed, he kind of ran it through the board first, um, and replicate it over to our CIO membership and then look at uh, the next phase of it would to be look at our ex the executives that we report to. So in, the structure that Tim came up with was really, so what are some of the um, leadership attributes that are needed out of the CIO? And then what were some of the, um, the implications, the industry forces that are impacting the CIO? And, you know, so there's a two-part to this. And really, you know, the focus first was, well, let's gather the information from the CIOs and see what we come up with. But also kind of making the assumption that, you know, if we look at other industries, we know sometimes how the CIO thinks about things. There is a gap that exists between what the CIO thinks versus what the executive team thinks. So we kind of said, if we gather this information from the CIOs, and then we go to the executive team, could we understand what are the gaps and then really step back and say, knowing these gaps or knowing what the, the force, the industry forces are, how can we help build a great or really good professional development program for our, yeah. our membership within CHIME? Okay. So first it was a survey that, that was distributed to CIOs. Right. Right. Okay. And the surveys, you know, and this is Tim's, definitely his flair on this, you know, it wasn't a typical survey. It wasn't a, you know, like a Likert study survey. It was what are some of the forces for change in the healthcare industry? Yeah. And as the CIOs, is that going to impact, you know, look out to 2020, is that impact going to be the same? Is it going to be one times greater or two times greater? Or is it going to be one times less or two times less? So it was really how would that attribute or that force of change impact you? You know, it was more of a like a perspective um, study rather than saying, okay, you know, where do you feel it falls within yeah. this alignment? Okay. And so, so one of the, the big things that came up was um, the need for the CIO to become a change agent. And right. So what exactly does that mean? So, you know, what was interesting was, and in, in if you really focused on the leadership attributes pieces of it, and we, and we had the CIOs also do a forced ranking, right? We said, okay, there's seven of them. Change management was one of them, talent management, senior management leadership, knowledge management, 
emerging technology and operational management. And we asked them, so you know, where where do you see these um, leadership attributes in terms of the future for you? And you know, from the CIO's um, force ranking and where they saw the biggest need, um, you know, they basically said, okay, change management was one definite area, senior management leadership, and, and knowledge management. Those were kind of the top three rankings, and, and not necessarily in that order. They kind of said senior management first, um, then change management and knowledge management. And their focus was, you know, those are the areas where, you know, they're being directed or that's where they're seeing the need for in the industry. And it was kind of interesting to get the perspective of from the CIOs was that they really saw that, um, you know, from a change management side, that they're being asked to really lead change. And, you know, from a, an IT perspective, we think of change management as how do we manage change within the information technology. But from their perspective, they're being asked to lead the change and to be change agents um, within the organization. They're also being asked, you know, to be play a bigger role within the senior management leadership team and sometimes take on more roles within the organization than um, have typically been given to the CIO, um, you know, and, and areas that um, maybe have heavy technology components to it. They can bring some influence to, but they're being asked to kind of, you know, step up a little bit. Um, knowledge management was kind of another interesting one where, you know, a lot of times partnering up with the CMIO or the CNO in terms of clinical knowledge management and how best systems can be utilized to leverage more um, strength in this, that part of the executive team. Okay. So really seems to be uh, kind of moving away from just operations and really going to... Uh kind of a different level with that, with leadership. Right, right. And, you know, and that was their perspective. So, that, you know, that was what they were saying that, you know, they were being driven. And, and a lot of times from an operational management side, you know, they really are saying, hey, I'm, I'm, I need to hand that off to a strong number two in my organization. I, I, I can't be as uh, deeply involved in the day-to-day, which is, is kind of typical of what the executives also told us. They said, yep, yeah. um, we don't want your time being taken up in that, that day-to-day management. You know, and just kind of moving from the, to the executive's perspective, the executives also said, listen, I have a lot of other operational leaders at the table that can bring that perspective. I don't need the CIO to bring that perspective. So that was another really kind of, I think, in alignment what the CIOs felt they were in agreement with the executive team is that, you know, operational management has, is really taking kind of a back seat for the CIO's future okay. role. And that, that's what, that I'm sure is, is good to see that alignment. But then the, there were also areas where there was a little less alignment or, or differing opinions, right. I guess, between what they saw. So it's interesting. If you just look at, like, top box stuff, uh, scores, um, Change management and senior management, there, there was agreement amongst the executive team, and, and so you could see that. They, they want a strong change management leader. They want a strong senior leader at the table. But what was interesting and one of the big gaps that showed was um, the CIO kind of said, well, you know, I, I don't see myself as, as involved in the emerging um, technology and, and, and the 
future um, components of technology, whereas the executive team said, no, wait a minute, I need you to be at the table. A lot of times the CIO is the only person at the executive team table that is bringing that perspective, and so they really need to be uh, continuing with that focus. And, and I think sometimes the CIO shies away from that in the sense that you kind of get labeled as the technology leader. Yeah. And what the executive team was saying is you need to bring that. Um, you don't need to go into the bits and bytes of things, yeah. but you really need to be able to show where technology can take our future business, how we can able, enable more technology um, going forward in the future, and, and really be the um, person at the table that's kind of reaching across to other executives to show how technology can be utilized in their areas um, to really lead the organization. So that was kind of an interesting um, gap that um, we saw um, yeah. in, in the study. Um, I think, too, uh, you know, a lot of times the CIO is the person that understands the technology in the industry and knows, you know, basically how how to work hand-in-hand hand with change management to changing the business model. And, and that's what the executive team is looking for from the CIO. Okay. Um, you know, one of the other gaps I think that uh, exist is that sometimes the CIO does bring a strong technology side. And what the um, executive team told us and through the survey process is that, you know what, uh, we need you to be partnering more with others maybe that aren't as comfortable with the technology or um, from a historical perspective, they don't have that perspective. So, you know, that's, you know, more in the clinical space that really partnering with the CMIO and partnering with the CMO or the CNO to bring those, you know, that perspective and that um, leadership uh, to the table. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.